Welcome to another episode of The Hardcore Truth, where we discuss politics, society, and whatever else comes to mind. I am your host, Rusty. Thanks for listening. Well, everybody, it's another Sunday. It's another episode. In this episode, I would like to discuss something that we have been seeing for quite a long time, but especially in the last three years that we have actually seen kick up into what seems to be hyper gear. Now, what I'm talking about is how um, our politics are taking a page or two out of the Stalinist Russian playbook. What do I mean by that? Well, if you know your history, you know that Joseph Stalin was a pretty evil dude, okay? He was a pretty evil guy. He was a uh, dictator of Russia um, prior to World War II, throughout World War II, and shortly after World War II in the early 50s when he when he died. So what am, I, what am I talking about? What are some of the things that he would like to do? Well, he was a huge fan of um, making people political prisoners. Now, what is a political prisoner, you may ask yourself? A political prisoner is essentially anybody who the dictator deemed a threat to his power, his rule, or national security. It's uh, one of those favorite terms that we love to hear as libertarians, matters of national security. Um, so what would you generally happen to these people that were deemed political prisoners? Well, one thing would happen was in the middle of the night, the KGB would come, pull them out of their house, drag them to an undisclosed location, quote unquote, interview them, which usually ended up that person being interview, uh, interviewed, shot, and dead. Okay, or they were shipped off to what uh, are known as gulags. Okay, prisoner work camps. Okay, where they would ultimately, you know, work until they dropped dead from exhaustion, starvation, or just being shot by guards or killed by other prisoners. So, how does this all tie into what we see today? Well, like I said. These people were usually picked, okay? They were handpicked by anybody or by, you know, by the dictator who deemed these people as a threat to himself, the government, or whatever, okay? Um, and how are we seeing this nowadays? It's very simple. Uh, let's go with one example. Uh, the film, the political filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza, D'Souza excuse me. Um, he is a documented, uh, reporter and he was also a documented, uh, filmmaker. So what he would do, he would make political, uh, political movies. Okay. He, uh, the last one or the one that he made that landed him in prison against the administration at that time was very unfavorable and showed that administration in a very unfavorable light. So, what happened? Well, the official story, quote-unquote, was that he moved money around illegally, or he used... he It was something to do with voting. That I do remember. Forgive me, please don't crucify me for this. But he allegedly used money for uh, political use which he actually vehemently denies that he ever did. So what did they do? They arrested him. 
they threw him in prison and basically what they were trying to do, they were trying to forget that he ever existed. But with him being a reporter and a filmmaker, he refused to go silent. Um, so what actually happened here? Like I said, he made a movie that painted that administration that he was speaking about in a very unfavorable light. He was actually coming out with a lot of truth with what he was saying and the administration at that time wasn't going to have that. So what did they do? They trumped up these false charges and they threw him in prison to teach him a lesson, which by the way, is a direct, a direct violation of your first amendment rights. Not only is it a violation of your first amendment rights, but it's just downright wrong, period. They violated his freedom of speech and they violated freedom of press, okay? This isn't rocket science, people. This isn't what, you know, this isn't, um, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This actually happened. This is something that actually happened in current times on U.S. soil with an actual citizen of the United States of America. He was put in prison because he voices grievances against the president at the time and the government. He was arrested for it. He was literally deemed a political prisoner. This is just one example of many that um that that draws parallels to um Stalinist Russia. Okay, this is this is literally a page torn right out of their playbook. Um, and you see it happening more and more today. Okay. Take, for example, at colleges, you know, you have free, uh, free speech zones. Well, I'm sorry, being a, an American, I kind of thought that every place in America was a free speech zone. When did I have to have actual permission from my government to be able to voice my opinion? A lot would argue that it's always been that way because technically we're not even free. We can't, we can't be born free, we can't live free, and we can't die free. Okay, so what constitutes us being free? Well, you should be able to voice your disagreement, your grievances, and your general dislike of your government without f- having to face repercussion from the government, okay? It's a very important quote that people should know. And I know it's from a movie, but it still applies. And that quote is, people should not be afraid of their government. The government should be afraid of the people. And that's a very, very accurate quote, okay? So I just wanted to throw that in there real quick just to, just to um, show you what I'm kind of meaning here. So... Um, moving on from that, uh, let's talk about, uh, the propaganda machine. I've covered this a few times in past episodes and everything like that, but I really want to drive the point home with this. Okay. Have you ever noticed that when a story hits on every single news organization, mainstream media wise, it's always the same talking points down to the same exact words. It doesn't matter if it's Fox News. It doesn't matter if it's Breitbart News. It doesn't matter if it's CNN, MSNBC, or whatever. It does not matter. It's all 
the same. There's a reason behind that, okay? It's very simple. Think about it. It's a script. This stuff is made up. And I think by now, I think a lot of us are smart enough to realize that. But there's still people out there out there that don't realize this. Okay, we're being played. Okay, it's very obvious we're being played here. Well, that or they think that they're playing us, but more and more of us are waking up to the fact that we're not buying into their lies anymore. We're not buying into what they're telling us that we have to believe. We don't, we don't get, we don't buy it no more. Whatever you're selling, we're not buying because we're all know you're full of crap, plain and simple. And that's where the whole philosophy of think for yourself, do your own homework, do your own research comes into play because these people are literally trained and they are paid to lie to your face, plain and simple. And it's the same thing. Again, it's the same thing in Stalinist Russia. These people, this the, the whole propaganda wing, okay? These people were trained and taught to make up stories, whether it was for morale, whether it was to disapprove actual fact that came out about their government that they were trying to hide and that they were trying to cover up. Again, those people were taken care of as political prisoners okay so it's the same thing here it's the same thing here um for example with that look at julian assange you know edward snowden same people okay you may not like what they did because people consider that to be treason me personally if there was wrongdoing that was being done by our government the people have the right to know. And that's what these people did. Okay? That's exactly what these people did. And they're being treat, treated as criminals when they're actually not. What these people actually did, they confirmed what we already knew by having actual evidence. So now our, fed, our federal government is after these people with a raging heart on. They want these guys so bad. They want to do with the, the same thing that they did to Chelsea Manning. They want to be able to get their hands on these people and throw them away forever. So people forget about them. Well, you know, uh, we're not going to forget about them. And that's the problem. We know what's going on. We know how shady our government is. We know how how shady the things that they do actually are. And typically it's under the guise of national security, but we all know that's full of crap, right? Okay. So, but the propaganda machine is, um, it, it's the same as it always been. Anybody who comes out with the truth, these people are made to look like conspiracy theorists, which is another, which is another, um, um, saying that the government had come up with another label to consider people that they thought were crazy. That, you know, they want everybody else to lambast these people and make other people think that these people are actually crazy. These people don't know what they ta they're talking about. We're the government and you should trust us and what we tell you. Well, like I said, 
we know the shady things that our government does. So again, right there, that's a prime example of the propaganda machine working right there. Okay, and it's, it was the same thing in in Stalinist Russia. Okay, I mean, they went as far as, uh, you know, uh, pictures with uh, Stalin and with people that, you know, generals that were surrounded. And you got to remember, too, in the 30s, Stalin actually cleansed the military, which resulted in thousands of deaths, okay, because these people were considered political enemies they were enemy of this they were enemies of the state so he got rid of these people because he thought that these people um would create problems for him later down the road so there's actual there's actual pictures where when these people were done being used for whatever they were being used for they served their their purpose they were actually airbrushed out of the pictures I mean, you can see these pictures online. I mean, it's it's true. I mean, like, you shouldn't believe everything that you see online. But I'm just saying that's probably where you would get the best chance to see these kinds of pictures. Um, you know, our mainstream media, and I touched on a little bit about this. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to do just this right here. The state-run media, it is might, might as well, that's what we should call you know, mainstream media. It's the state-run media, okay? The, you know, CNN, Fox, um, MSNBC, all these news organizations, they might as well be the new Pravda or the proletariat of today. Seriously. Uh, they're They're just propaganda mills. I mean, like I said, when a major, when a major story breaks, it, it's, it doesn't matter what news station it is. It's the same thing, word for word. It is the same script over and over and over. So how can you not tell me that that is not like state-run media? Okay, these people only talk about things that the government wants them to talk about. They hand-write scripts for them so they don't go off-script. Okay, this has been proven I don't know how many times. And like I said, I think people in this country are starting to wake up and realize we're being lied to. So you can't trust your news anymore. It's, it's actually very impossible to trust your news anymore. Because, like I said, you're being lied to. You're being fed line after line after line after line that has been approved by the government. Okay, this isn't conspiracy theory. These are things that actually occur. These things actually happen. Okay, then do yourselves a favor. The next time a major story breaks, okay, flip through the news stations. And I promise you, it will be the same script from the far, the farthest left to the farthest right news organization in mainstream media it will be the same thing, okay? Our government has gone from for the people, by the people, to this, like I said, Stalinist, Russian-esque type deal that we have now, where it is 
damn near impossible to tell the difference between the two. The only thing that's not happening right now on a mass level are people being drugged out of the middle, out of their houses in the middle of the night in a black bag and driven to an undisclosed um, location to where they're in, in, uh, interrogated until they decide to disappear these people. I pray that it doesn't get to that point. I really, really, really hope it never gets to that point. And I hope there's enough people in this country that if it were to get to that point, would stand up and take it to them. I really hope that would happen. I would like to think that would happen. I would like to think that any anybody who wishes to be free and not being ruled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government would stand up and fight for what is right. Would fight for the basic principles and the basic liberties of their fellow citizen. Man, woman, child, it doesn't matter. I would pray that collectively we would stand up and tell them, no, you are not going to do this. This is not Stalinist Russia. This is not going to happen in the United States. I would like to think that. So, this is something that I wanted to, you know, run by you guys and talk to a little bit. You know, give you something to think about, something to gnaw on. You know, if you if there's anything in there that I have missed, or if there's something you want to add, you guys know how to contact me. You know, just hit me up on on Messenger. You know, and you know, drop me a line. Um, so let's move on to something that has it has been being pushed for for more than a few years now. And it was, it's something that I really want to touch on. And I, you know, I really want to talk about. The thing I want to talk about is universal health care. And let's talk about the massive lie that is. The massive myth that this is. Okay, so. Have you ever noticed it is the highly uneducated people who don't know what universal health care actually is? And what it means are the ones who are yelling for it. Okay. Think about this. Okay. You want to put a garage in your backyard. What do you, what is the process of of that that you have to do? Okay. You have to get the copy of the blueprints. Okay. You got to take them down to, you know, your local government. They have to look at them and then they decide, you know, whether if, you know, if it's too close to this or, you know, not far away, far enough away from that. And then from there, they approve it or not. So basically they tell you what you can and can't do on your own property. Well, think about healthcare in that aspect. It would be the same thing. Okay, say you have, I don't know, you have stage one cancer. Okay, you go to the doctor, you know, for a follow up. They tell you, look, you have stage one cancer. This is what you, you know, this is what's going on. So now 
you have to take your case to a bureaucrat and tell them, look, this is, you know, I have stage one cancer. I need immediate care. They'll look at it. And if they decide that somebody else is more deserving of, of care than you do, guess what? You're out of luck. And I don't want to hear the argument that that would never happen because it has happened. It is currently happening. In the UK, this happens all the time. People are put on wait lists for six months just to be seen by a doctor because they're not sick enough. You have people dying before they even get to see a doctor because they're not sick enough. A bureaucrat somewhere in an office building decided, you know what, you're not sick enough. You don't need to see a doctor. It's not imperative for you to see a doctor yet. So you can wait. That's what universal health care is. And it's not only just that, okay? It's not, it's not the silver bullet that's going to solve all the problems with our healthcare system. Now, there is plenty wrong with our healthcare system. Don't get me wrong. There are plenty, there, there, there are, okay? You recently have had a CEO of a pharmaceutical company go down because he knew the risk and he knew the um, addiction rate of the product that he was pushing out onto the masses and he didn't care. The only thing he cared about was how much money he was going to make. But that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. Greed is everywhere. You can't avoid it. It is a human condition. It's going to happen. It doesn't matter if it happens in a free market system or if it happens in a socialist system. Greed is still going to exist. It doesn't matter. But what I'm talking about at this junction, at this juncture, what I'm talking about here is you're literally handing over people's lives to bureaucrats to determine whether you can be seen or not by a doctor and get the care that you need, okay? We don't have a problem with that right now. Hell, you could go to the hospital for a paper cut and they, they can't refuse they can't refuse you. They have to see you. They have to treat you. But with socialized health care or universal health care, same thing, they can deny you service. They can deny you help if they think that it is not, you're not, you know, that it's not worthy of their time. And don't tell me that that's not going to happen because it will happen. The thing about it is, once this occurs, once you have this in place, the quality of the medicine is going to go down. It's going to, it's going to plummet. Okay. There's going to be, there's going to be a huge, um, demand for nurses, for doctors. There's not going to be enough of them because who's going to want to work in this? If these people are not getting paid, they're not going to work. It's as simple as that. Now, that has nothing to do with greed, but if you work for some, if you work, you expect to be paid. Okay, this isn't, this isn't the old days. That's not how things work now. Things cost money. Okay, so you need money 
to pay for those said things, whether it's your student loans, whatever, your house, your car, to feed your family. You start with universal health care, socialized medicine, let's call it what it really is. You start with that, you start with a slippery slope, okay? Because once that occurs, and then they say, I'm not being paid, how am I supposed to live? Now, all of a sudden, the government's going to provide them housing, okay? They're going to provide this. They're going to provide that. This is the biggest scam known right now. Because the only thing that socialized healthcare is, is another way for the government to further control your every move. It doesn't matter. If it's from the government, you can guarantee that they're going to intervene and they're going to tell you how to live your life. It's, and then what, what comes after that? Are we going to start rationing food because, you know, this person decides, you know, they ate too much. So we have to start rationing food to prevent obesity. I mean, where does it stop? It doesn't. Once we start down the slippery slope, things are going to get progressively worse. And that's what people don't understand. People are ignorant to the fact that once you allow the already all-intrusive government further into your life, that you will have no freedom left. Period. End all, be all, that's what's going to happen. Okay. It's just, it's just one of those things. And like, okay, so another thing I want to talk about, if socialized healthcare is so freaking great, it's wonderful and all these countries have it and everybody's happy and everything like that, why do they still come to the U.S. for major surgeries? Why do they come to the U.S. for major operations? That's a question that, that seems to never be answered. Apparently, there's no answer to this. I could tell you, okay, because the United States still has the best doctors in the world. We lead the world, hands down, in medical research. That's a known fact. So, if socialized healthcare is so great, why do they still come here for major surgeries? Okay, prime example, when Fidel Castro was still alive, okay, he tried to come to the U.S. to um, to be worked on. But since there was still, since there was still a trade embargo on, you know, Cuba and the U.S., that didn't happen. But the point is, he was a leader of a communist country, and he was dying, okay, but he still tried to come to the U.S. I mean, the, the evil capitalist monster that is the United States of America. His words, not mine. You know, he didn't want to die. So he wanted to come to the United States to get fixed. I mean, you see the pattern here? This isn't, this isn't things that I'm making up. These things were, were actually in the news at the time. If you look hard enough, you could probably find the article. But this actually happened. 
this actually happened. I mean, this isn't this isn't make believe. This actually happened. So <clears throat> another thing. Um the service provided by Universal Healthcare are notably worse. My example, the UK. Boom, right there. Everybody wants to rail on and talk about how great Denmark is and everything like that, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's wonderful. That's great. But guess what? Here's the thing they don't tell you about Denmark. Denmark actually has the highest suicide rate per capita. Why? Because they're not allowed to do anything. Okay? Denmark has been hailed as, like, the new socialist utopia. So why are people killing themselves left and right? Because they're not allowed to do nothing. Their taxes are ridiculously high. Their minimum wage is $19 an hour. So it makes everything more expensive. Therefore, people are working extra hard in order to be able to afford things. You do that enough, you're going you're gonna to become depressed. Because you feel like you're never going to catch up. And that's what's actually happening in Denmark. Like I said, Denmark... Supposed to be the, the you know the socialist you know uh, utopia that it is has the highest suicide rate in the world per capita. That's uh, something for you to chew on, something for you to think about. Um, so if you have that right there, if you have that proof, that information right there, why would you still want social you know uh, socialized healthcare? Why would you want it? Again, it comes down to ignorance. People do not do their own research. They do not do their own homework. They, all they do is regurgitate what the propaganda machine tells them to say and tell them to think. So when you present actual facts to these people, the only thing that they do, and you can see it in their eyes, it's almost like they go, you know, they go haywire, like something malfunctions. So they just start screaming at you and calling you a racist or a Nazi or something like that. I mean, it's it's sad. It's disgusting. It really is. But it, universal health care is not the answer. It's not going to fix everything. Like I said, if anything, it's going to it's going to open up an even more slippery slope into further domination by the federal government. OK, just just wake up, people. I mean, it's it, it's simple. It's there. It's there. It, I mean, the writing's on the wall. Okay. Um, so something else, you know, something else that I want to talk about too. Um, the same people who scream about, you know, universal health care, socialized medicine. Um, you know, the same people who scream about this thing um, are usually the same people who call other people that disagree with him fascists, okay? Um, like I, like I said before. Um, but, but, um, they fail to realize that anything that is ran and operated solely by the government is a complete and utter disaster, that's something that they don't want to admit because then they'd have to say that they're wrong and they're not going to do that. Okay. They're going to hold on to this little tiny belief that they have because they're right and you're wrong. They know more than you until you hit them with fact and history and they self-destruct. Now, prime example. Okay. Look at, um, the gas can. Okay. This is a, this is a simple, um, example. 
the gas can was fine till the government decided to get put it you know put its hands on it now it's a over um it's an over engineered complicated use uh you know complicated to use piece of garbage just imagine if they put their hands on healthcare what that would be like the government can can barely operate a website i.e. Obamacare with that website that website would crash you know non now imagine the government trying to run healthcare it would be a complete disaster okay and you want to talk about greed some of the most you know greed ridden ridden individuals in history are people in government think about it you get a I don't know. You get a a regular guy, Huey Lewis. Okay, uh, you know he was a he was a guy who uh, ran and eventually won the governorship of uh, Louisiana in the thirties. He was a bit of a socialist. Um, he was dirt poor until he got into politics. Then all of a sudden he was a millionaire. Think about it. How did that happen? Bribes. Greed, things like that. See, people don't think that these things exist, and they do. Okay, it doesn't. Like I said, it doesn't matter if it's from a free market system, or if it's from a socialized, um, uh, a social, yeah, a socialism, uh, on the side of socialism. Greed is a human condition. It will always happen. Period. And I think it's hysterical that these people who march around praising communism and praising socialism. You know, saying that would never happen, but they fail to open a history book and read the history of Russia from 1917 to about 1995. I mean, look at communist China, look at communist North Korea. People in North Korea are starving to death. They can't afford to keep the lights on at nighttime. Why do you think the whole, the, the, the top half of the Korean peninsula at night, when a picture is taken from out of outer space, is completely blacked out except for uh, Pyongyang? I mean, come on. The problem here, the problem here, I think, folks, is people forget history. Or they just flat out ignore it. Nowhere in recorded history or the time since Karl Marx came up with the whole idea of communism has it ever worked. And that's what people fail to realize. If their example is going to be Denmark, then that is a horrible, horrible example, as I said earlier. Or if they say that, you know, what about Sweden? Sweden is pretty much a war zone at this point, okay, with everything that's going on there. People are being killed left and right. Women are being raped left and right, okay, because of the socialist um, regime that, that went on there. I mean, hell, I think it was, I think it was Denmark. I could be wrong. But at one point, their entire government quit, they just straight up quit. They just said, we're out. We're done. Because they had no money. Because they spent it all. 
So they had to start over from scratch. So if that's your idea of a perfect government, then I got some news for you. You don't know what you're talking about. So you probably shouldn't talk. It's just something to throw out there. And I guess this is where the society part comes in to the show here. Like I said, people, they they fail to do any kind of research. They don't want to do it because they're too lazy. They figure somebody else will do it for them or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever it is that disagrees with their standpoint, it's a lie. You know, it was, it was written by their words, not mine, you know, the evil capitalists. Well, more people have thrived, more people have survived under capitalism than socialism or communism. That's a fact. Why do you think people flee those countries and come here? Okay? It isn't because the government is taking care of everyone. That's not what it is. Although that's what the government's idea is, ideal is, is to completely take care, you know, take over anything and everything in everybody's lives. That way, you know, the, the masses are dependent on them. Okay. It's just another uh, form of further control. But people are wising up to this. Hopefully enough people are going to start waking up to the fact that our government, the only thing that our government wants to do is control us. Okay. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative. I don't care. You need to wake up and realize that you're being lied to. These arbitrary lines that have been drawn in the sand that, you know, differentiate us and them. Okay. At the end of the day, we're all American. It doesn't matter what it is. Okay. Just wake up to the fact that you're being lied to. That you have some in our government who are pushing this type of um this this type of government that is no good, has never been good, and never will be good. It doesn't matter where it's gonna be tried, or you know, well, that wasn't real, blah blah blah. It doesn't matter. It's never worked and it never will. If there are enough people to realize that there are people like that in our government and we stand up and tell them to get the hell out. We don't want what you're selling. Like I said, it doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican, liberal or conservative. It doesn't matter. There has to be enough people in this country that rejects that kind of thinking. There has to be. You cannot tell me that the majority of liberals or the majority of Democrats think that way. In fact, I know they don't. I know a few liberals and I know a few Democrats who completely and utterly reject that kind of thinking. The kind of Democrats, the days of a Kennedy Democrat are long gone and they're never coming back because that party has lost its soul. It's lost its way. The Republicans, same thing. They have given themselves to the idea that if we go with the flow, then people are going to accept it. And that's not what we want. 
This is not what we want. We don't want more government. We don't want more rules. We don't want more regulations. We just want to be left alone. If you have to govern, govern. But do it fairly. Do it right. Do it the way that you're intended to do it. Do it the way you're supposed to do it. Okay? Stop looking at us like we're the problem. We're not the problem. Us, the people, are not the problem. Big government is the problem. Bernie Sanders wants to talk about corruption in in politics and everything like that and talking about the the top 1% that are ruling, you know, politics and everything like this and, and everything. So do something about it. But don't stand there and preach to me that communism or socialism is the way to go because you're full of it. It's not. I mean, this is the same guy that has three houses. This is also the same guy who was paid to take a fall to allow Hillary Clinton in the last election to become the nominee. I find it awfully funny that this guy didn't have anything prior to that happening, but then after that happened, he all of a sudden has all this money. He has all these houses. It's a prime example of greed right there. He's literally trying to sell these people a bill of goods and for the most part the people who do support him they buy into it and they're fools they're fools it's just one of those things like i said the republicans are not innocent in this whatsoever they're not absolutely they're not there have been plenty of Republicans who had been caught taking bribes and, you know, and, and, and everything like that. So nobody's, nobody's innocent in this whole thing. So what do we do? What do we do? Me personally, I know what I think we should do. But that may or may not get me into trouble. So I'm going to keep my, that, that opinion to myself. So, like I said, I don't want the, uh, I don't want to be black bagged by the federal government for voicing my opinion. So, we'll just keep it what we're talking about right now. So, that's just something I wanted to talk about. I, it's, it's been hitting the news cycle extra hard. And I really want to know what you all think. So, hopefully... This has kind of been a history lesson. I mean, but I think the vast majority of you guys who listen to this show know that. But I just wanted to, uh, you know, go over it, see what you guys think, float it, you know. And, uh, you know, hopefully I get some feedback from you guys. So I know this episode is uh, unusually short, but, you know, the next one will be better. I promise. Uh, So, I mean, you guys keep listening and I'll keep doing this thing and, you know, we'll keep it going. So until next week, I will talk to you then. Be good to each other and um, have a great week. Rusty out.